I recall Central Park in fall. How you tore your dress. What a mess. I confess, that's not all. Say Ferris. Say Ferris. Say Ferris Bueller. What? Ferris Bueller. They say he's like on the verge of death or something. Oh, I heard he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows his kid who's going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out of 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. Well, a group of us are collecting money to buy Ferris Bueller a new kidney, and they run about 50 Gs or so. So if you wouldn't mind helping out... Go piss up a flag. I'm sorry? You should be. What if you need a favor from Ferris Bueller someday? Then where will you be, huh? You heartless wench! If you'd like to help us save Ferris... Join us at Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, only from DuelingGenre.com. Oh, he's very popular, Red. The Sportos and Motorheads, Geek Sluts, Bloods, Waste Toys, Dweebies, Dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Dueling Genre. Welcome, everyone, to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live-action Turtles movie one screaming minute at a time. I had to think about that one. My name is Scott Tofty. I am your host, and with me, as always, are our fellow co-hosts, Chris O'Connor. Heyo. And Rachel Gatlin. Hi. And Adam Sheehan. Bossa Nova. And I think I have just enough voice left for this minute and the Friday minute. I think I'm going to make it. Okay. And also and, Chevy Nova. And, and also, also Chevy, Chevy Nova. Nova. Um, joining us for a fourth time, hitting for the uh, hitting for the cycle, is uh, the fantastic, fantabulous, hilarious Crystal Beth. That's me. Yay. That's you. Yay. I'm here. Uh, I'm starting to figure out the NPR quiet voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally much louder than this and about a fifth higher pitched. <laughs> I sound sexy as a baritone. I kind of like it. Everybody <laughs> loves their croaky voice every, for, you for sound a little like bit. Batman. For a little bit. This is where I'm going to start marketing myself for like movie trailer voiceovers in a world <laughs> where <laughs> turtles walk the earth. I can never hit those notes. You know, this world. That was in an episode of Friends, right? Where Phoebe had a uh, cold. No, uh, it was. Oh, yeah, it was Phoebe. And she it, was like a good singer because she had a cold. Yeah, and she had she, the sexy mucusy sl- scr- uh, s- voice. Sexy phlegm, yeah. Yeah, sexy phlegm voice, and I'm pretty sure it was also in uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, maybe. Point. I think so, or maybe oh, I'm man. conflating the two things, which are awfully conflatable. Yeah. Well, maybe. you conflate over there. I'm going to talk <laughs> about minutes over here. Oh, we I are will. In minute. We're in minute number twenty nine. Of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, it begins with us zooming into Raphael's mouth hole and ends ah. with a knock at the door of April's apartment. Oh. Uh, I know, I'm sorry for saying mouth hole. <laughs> you should um, be, that's terrible. So we yeah, talked that's... a little bit about this transition in the last minute. We zoom into Raphael's mouth and then we zoom out on the sewer grate at 122 and an eighth uh, with a gentleman who looks like he probably used to be like a 1940s Fred Astaire co-star type. <laughs> yeah, but that is very clearly Stanley in disguise. Obviously this is the Stanley cameo. Is it clearly? 
Is that I clearly Stanley? I want to go back in time. Because I, I want to go back in time and find in in all the in all past movies at what point Stanley was actually in it. I'd buy it. I'd believe it. But is I, that I, actually I, him? No. <laughs> no. I like how he's. No. If he's it is, almost, he's doing something terribly. Offensive. I know. I was like, it's incredibly <laughs> racist. Ratsist. Sorry. Ratsist. But he's pointing his umbrella like, oh, those dang sewer turtles are at it again. And he's like, I'm having none of this shit today. But does he poke <laughs> at the? Sewer grate, yeah, he kind of does. He makes like a jab at the sewer grate. It looks he, like he's gonna like poke down at it. Like, hey, quiet out down there, quiet down. And then, he sh- and then he shakes his head disapprovingly, like as if to say, "Screw this, man! I'm moving to Hoboken." <laughs> it's yeah, it's very New Yorky, where you acknowledge something's weird and then <laughs> no one has on. ever said, "Screw this! Don't worry, man. I'm moving to Hoboken." <laughs> <laughs> he's Sorry just, for he's our just had in Hoboken. Hoboken's he just had expensive enough. now. Hoboken's expensive now. Yes. Is it like name recognition will get you everything? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. So we get a, a an awkward thing that happens here. April opens the door and we see the turtles, and they're approximately three feet tall. Yeah, they're right. so little. I'm trying to sort out what. Okay, so there are a couple of different options that we could have there. Let me, well, let me pull let me, the frame. I'm going to start you off with this Back because up. I noticed something in a previous minute when they were leaving April's apartment. There appears to be a step down out of April's apartment. That's the first thing. I mm. think the hallway is slightly lower than her apartment. Okay. Who builds for, apartment buildings like this? Uh, yeah. People in the olden times who were making them for antique shops? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. It's the building second time around, Adam. <laughs> second time around. <laughs> yeah, at, at first I thought I that maybe I it would be an issue of, of like sort of shooting shooting up. Like I, uh, but clearly from like where she, the frame where she's reaching for the doorknob, it's like level with the door. So it is. It's either either they are lower, or uh, you know, from like the the, the hallway is lower. Which I mean, kind of make that could make sense. It's like a walk up or something, right? Right. Yes. And uh, or. They are so super duper depressed. They are just sitting at her door like little lost puppies. See, I kind of thought they might be kneeling down. Like, See, I, we've I come to you in supplication, my lady. I didn't picture right, them kneeling down, but I pictured it being a directorial choice to make them look smaller. Diminished, they are sad children. Wounded, sad children. Mm-hmm. They're children. You forget that a lot in this movie. That they really are just a bunch of kids. And I think that this is the first time in the movie where you're reminded because, again, like I said before, try to figure out what age a turtle is. I would hit on them. I'd be like, "You're not 15. No way. Look at your muscles. You're not 15." Yeah. Do, do you think? Do you think there's a part of April that's glad they came back? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. thank God that oh, yeah. that rat. Oh, they came back. Thank God the rat got kidnapped. I get to have these turtles all to myself now. It's like a Willie in Temple of Doom in Indiana Jones, where she's like, "He's the, don't you dare come in here!" But then she gets all ready and primped, ready for them to come yeah. back. Yeah, what like, you don't see is April is wearing full makeup and has done her hair. She's got her nails done. Like, okay. uh, yeah, oh, yeah, man. the lollipop guild turtles—they look so tiny. <laughs> and like the way the way it goes, Donatello looks especially says, sad. Splinter, mm-hmm. like it's you know, he's, he like drags the syllables out, and it's like so, like at the on the one hand, it, it's sad, but it's also like funny. I'm like, and the, like and the puppetry is really deliberate, right there too. Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. You have to imagine that the voiceover actor read that line. And he's like, I just can't make it line up with the puppet unless I'm ridiculous and say it like this. 
Splinter. Or he's trying to do a Frank Oz impression. Splinter. We forget what it's like to be 15. At least I do, because good God, I don't want to remember it. Oh my it. God, I'm but surrounded by it every day. Can you imagine? I teach middle school. Oh, that's, I'm so sorry. Sorry, continue with your story. Find this a, is not about me. Your career is admirable, and I respect you. Thus, <laughs> my voice is gone. Because we need you, and I could never do it. Anyway. Uh, but the, uh, oh shoot, it's gone. No. He just thanked Scott for his service, like he was in the military. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, when you're 15 years old and you yeah. lose, you your parent gets kidnapped. Like you, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that no, no, no. But like, think right? to what it's like being 15 and your parents uh, childhood. Are, yeah, right. Well, you don't have, you don't know what it's like to not have a parent. If your parent goes missing, that's like, granted, at 15 you probably don't like them very much, but yeah. You get home and they've been taken, especially after you just had an argument. You go to the first person you see, and you answer the door, and she's all sexed up. Oh, that's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone can relate to that. What do I do with all these feelings? <laughs> um, yeah, and you have to imagine the turtles don't have really anyone else. April is the first person in their life other than Splinter, so their entire lives they've only known him he's been the only person they can relate to other than each other like obviously you lose him it's gonna be huge well yeah, they're not gonna go to the dominoes they're like they don't even know what to do like they could have easily have been like we're gonna go hunt for him we are we are trained to like track you know infiltrate and do all kinds of crazy interesting things that most people can't do except they yet. aren't we're just i know we talked about what ninjas can really do we did discuss that <laughs> um and how they're misrepresented in the media but they didn't even try they're just like they're like we Ninja don't truther. know what to do we need mom we need someone to help <laughs> yeah well adam just pointed out raf has casey as that's a, true you can as go another to casey Jones. male role model yeah no yeah, true <laughs> But they could go to Casey it and say, could. hey, help us. Not that they know Although where they Casey wouldn't even is. Know where right. to go yet. <laughs> they don't know what fire escape Casey lives on these days. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that um, later. As the minute progresses, we get a, uh, a shot of a pinky ringed hand <laughs> brushing away <laughs> some paperwork. And we see a picture of Danny. And we, we actually get a really good shot of a lot of the text on these documents. So I want to just go through and, and list off a couple of interesting things we learn about Danny and his situation. Um, first off, the paperwork that they're looking at is from family court, the probation intake referral repo- report. So he is arrested. He's a minor. So he's, he's going to family court to, to deal with his stuff. He was arrested on September 3rd, 1989. So now we know exactly when, when this, this is movie happening. Is set. Mm-hmm. We had All surmised right. it was in the spring and in the spring of 90 because that's when the movie was released. We were sort of going in universe. That's when this happened. But according to the paperwork, when we saw Danny walking into city hall, that day was September 3rd, 1989. And he, he was arrested at 0430 in the morning. Mm hmm. Early riser, that early, early riser, and he was arrested at the uh wharf at 1190 East 42nd Street. Wow, 
and it's a business. So I'm assuming it says type of premises business. One would assume he was breaking into thieve. Yeah. He also Bird tried blurring. to escape the, he uh, ran. What does it say? He, he tried to flee the scene. Flight tried to flee the scene. His, his ninjing was not all there. Yeah. No. Yes. He's not a very good ninja at all. Maybe even we can throw resisting arrest into his charges mm-hmm. at that point. Perhaps. Stop resisting <clears throat> arrest! Stop resisting arrest! <laughs> he and his father reside at 423 East 51st Street in Manhattan. Yep. Which, which is... Crystal, as you said, not far from you. Four blocks from where I work in Manhattan. Which means that he lives in Midtown East. Well, which all the way over in, there. 1989, still some pretty good real estate, but Charles does have a pretty good job at a uh, television news organization. Um, yep. We learned that Danny's birthday, and this was surprising to me, was May 24th, 1976. He's 13 wow. in this film. That kid is supposed to be 13 years old. It's a big 13-year-old. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 13-year-old. Yeah. Um, he apparently weighs, I think it says 121 pounds. Mm-hmm. He's, he's five, five, he's foot, five four. foot four. Uh, it looks like he was, if I'm reading this correctly, breaking and entering is what he's being charged with. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, <clears> hey. Excuse me. At least this way we know, like, we have a frame of reference for height. So if he's 5'4", five, five, right? Yeah, we can yeah. use that to compare when he's next to the turtles to determine true. how tall they actually Very are. Very true. There's also some... Uh, File that away. Discrepancies. It, says, it lists his eyes as brown, but they're clearly blue. He just has <laughs> really dilated pupils really, in this really picture. Really shoddy paperwork there on processing. He's on a lot of MDMA right now. <laughs> oh I, my goodness. We, we cracked up at the name of the arresting What's officer. It's oh. Sergeant Cletus McBernstein. Great. And, wow. and he lives in Flatbush. And Sergeant <laughs> Reginald Hoofer. <laughs> Do you think it was one of those horse units? <laughs> oh my I, gosh. Kid you not, see those in my neighborhood all the time. Cletus McBernstein. Uh, you know, I, w- I would love to see like the, the, the horse cops actually in a chase and make an arrest <laughs> off horseback. I like That'd to think great. Cletus McBernstein is like one of those stereotypical Irish cops from 50s TV. But he's also Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like from that Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. Oh, you might, Robert, you might. <laughs> Um, Danny apparently goes to school at PS 131, which is mm-hmm. odd because that's in South Brooklyn. <laughs> that's a community. Maybe he normally stays with his mom. Maybe that's where his mom lives. That's possible. Presumably Charles she's also not says as well he has paid. to drive him to school every day just to make sure he goes. That's a heck he of a drives time. him to Brooklyn and then goes back to work in Manhattan every That's day. That's insane. Maybe and he got kicked out of the nice schools. Not Maybe. only that, it's he lives in Midtown and drives to Bay Ridge. Bay Ridge to Manhattan. Well, it's, it's more like during, Sunset Park. Or it's not Sunset quite Park. Bay Ridge. Uh, you drive that during rush hour, it's mm. going to take you an hour and a half. Oh my God, it takes forever. Well, it explains why he's so angry about it. Yeah. Just traffic. Hour and a half with your kid that hates you in a car. That sounds great. Yay. With his head in those things. Those things he always (laughs) wears. Where did he even get those things? Put his head in those things. 
I don't know what headphones are, and I run a television studio. <laughs> what do you Bear. think the R in Daniel R. Pennington stands for? Rebecca. Pennington. R. Remington Pennington. <laughs> Daniel like Remington it. Pennington. Uh, that's amazing, and that's what I we're like going it. with. That's canon now. Daniel yeah. Remington Pennington. Is, should, should that be the name of this episode, Daniel Remington Pennington? I think Pennington. you might have just named like, the episode. When, when yeah. he goes to college, he decides to go by Remy. Remy. Remy From the case log of Cletus McBurnstein. <laughs> Sergeant Cletus That time I arrested a 13-year-old. <laughs> oh, man. So for such a bit player, we get another Chief Stearns moment in this movie. Like They made the most of all the actors that they hired. This could have very easily been someone that you just see once and then he's done with but he keeps kind of sneaking back in for these little tiny moments and it's a really great continuous shot too Mm -hmm. yes of his terribly hairy arms (laughs) pinky rings what you know as someone who does not wear a ring on my pinky uh are those typically what what is it about pinky rings like what are they usually some sort of i don't get it isn't it a class a kind of class symbol like you wouldn't be doing hard labor with a pinky ring you know kind of thing that's I, I Interesting. Don't know. Are they, are they normally know. like fraternal organization rings Maybe or something? Maybe it was or? his wedding ring and he got fat, but he didn't want to get a new one because there was a lot of sentimental value to it, so he just moved it over one. It looks like a like a high school class ring, though. But that's yeah. his planeteer ring. <laughs> Where the planeteers? Which one of the, the planeteers? Because saving the planet is the thing to. Oh no! Okay. Do you seriously know all the lyrics to that by heart? Oh yes. Uh, Wow, you Earth. are fantastic. Looting and polluting is not the way. Not the way. So let's get planet, planet has, has to, to say. With the your planet is yours. yours. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, Don Cheadle was great as Captain Planet. That was pretty awesome. I, will. I have this memory of that show. So the one girl was from Eastern Europe. And then at one point she was from Soviet the USSR. Union. And the one time she was from the Soviet Union. It was just kind of a funny thing that kept well, changing. You know, because it, yeah. Mm, but it, yeah. That, that, to be fair, at the time that show was on, that whole area was changing. It was. We yeah. just didn't know what to call it. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I They're don't just know like, who Linka. I am. She had a lot of identity <laughs> I'm going issues. through a serious national identity crisis. <laughs> now we all had to go buy new globes after that, too. I mean. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. I can vividly Globes. remember the USSR on the globe that I had in like second, third grade. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. <laughs> ah, the good old days. <laughs> yeah, ah, the good old globe. I had I had a version of Carmen San Diego where it was still the USSR. Wow. Nice. Yeah. How many floppy disks did that come on? I don't remember. I remember mine was like six floppy disks. Yeah. The Carmen San Diego games weren't too many disks. Or maybe I'm remembering something else. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It was probably mm. Space Quest I, that I, I'm remembering. Space Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Old DOS games. Uh, Where were we? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember now. Oh, stir, stir, stir. Uh, pinky ring. The pinky ring. The pinky, pinky ring. ring. Adam, mentioned, Adam mentioned that this is a continuous shot, and the coolest thing to me about this shot is when he leans back in his chair out of frame and all you get are, like, his feet as the focal point. Mm-hmm. I just think that's such a cool way to end that shot. Like, you don't necessarily need to see him talking. It's just he's so cavalier and casual yeah. about his job that he just kicks up his feet. 
and it's almost disrespectful. A little yeah. bit, kind like, of, yeah. Not really, not disrespectful like he's, you know, disrespecting someone on purpose, but it's one of those things where it's like, all right, well, I'm doing my job well, and it's, it's I'm not about only to that, get But you. if you think about the context of the story, now he's got something on the media. Mm-hmm. He's been pissed off because April has been breathing down his neck this whole movie. And now he's like, oh my God, I got it now. The guy that <laughs> runs the news organization, I can get his kid out of jail. I'll do him a favor if he does me a favor. He's like, did so you this use- is him being super cocky right now. He's like, did you used to have a son named Danny? <laughs> if I was a cop and I was calling someone about their kid, that's totally how I would start the conversation. What do you mean that used to? Terrible. Did you used to have a son named Danny? Because we uh, need you to come down and identify him. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> he's in the holding cell. He's fine. We gave him a Coke. He's, he's, he's yeah, fine. I'm pretty sure nice if you kid. did that, you would be uh, on the other end of a lawsuit. Really oh, my goodness. <laughs> I would have no bedside manner as a detective. No. Bedside Manor? Whatever the detective version of Bedside Manor is. Crime Side Manor is what it's called. Crime Side Manor. Crime Side Manor. (laughs) Alley Adjacent Manor. Oh, man. Um, So we get a lovely shot overlooking what appears to be Central Park at sunrise. And then we cut to the interior of April's apartment again. And I love, I think it's Raphael who is curled up in the corner in a chair, like sitting awkwardly. And then, you know, we hear some turtles snoring terribly, mm-hmm. terribly Serious snoring. Turtle apnea. Turtle apnea. <laughs> they need it's to get the little masks or they're going to die in their like sleep. Rising and falling. I mean, like, you know, you got to say like, you know, consider the, the mutation, like it's worked out really well so far, but chances are they've got some sort of disorder or disease. I, yeah. How funny would it have been if one of them is wearing like that 1990s like headgear? Donatello's going to take his oh turtle headgear off first. <laughs> like Katy Perry in that music video. So yes. funny. Oh, man. Um, so April's apartment, once again, the more we look at things inside her apartment, we see that she fills it with just junk, just like mm-hmm. the antique store that we're going to see later. Her entire apartment is just junk. Yeah. Knickknacks and tchotchkes and vases with faces. And Ooh. I'm starting to make a Dr. Seuss book here. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just a got sofa that would excited. not be out of place in the lair in the sewer. Also, it looks yes. like the turtles are all sleeping face down. And they're shelving Every single up. one of them, yeah. which it's, makes yeah. sense. Well, because, because they don't want to be on their backs. Yeah. Right. But I mean, like, do I, they tuck their arms and legs in like normal turtles? Well, if you um, look at Raphael in the back of the room, no, nope. the answer no. is no. You just sleep <laughs> well, face down on two chairs facing each other. It almost looks like that, though, because when she walks in the room, Leonardo's shell just kind of magically rises up. So maybe he did have his arms in and he's just pushing them out just off camera. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I wonder if that was, again, a direction where they were like, be a turtle. This is how a turtle <laughs> has to sleep. Wake up now. Well, a lot of the motors and animatronic controls are in the shells, too. So it might be like, hey, don't lay on those because you're going to break all this equipment. Yeah. yeah. And also, if they were asleep on their shells and they woke up and couldn't it, flip over so their legs yeah. and arms would just be pawing at the air for a while. <laughs> Which would be adorable. <laughs> Super awkward. And she'd have to flip them over and they'd be like, oh, oh don't help me. And then I the romance was over. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that she had to flip me. <laughs> oh, but she touched so my shell. Bro, she touched my shell. 
<laughs> Gross. Um, did Michelangelo bring the panda from home, or do you think it's April's? It's probably April's because he wasn't. It's it didn't look like he was holding a panda when he came in, but yeah, they didn't you know bring what? a lot of luggage with them. No, um, no. Do you? Did any of you ever have like those really gross-looking '80s teddy bears with like yeah. the weird big bug eyes and <laughs> the, 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 the fabric that didn't quite feel soft? I guess um, we had like a lot maybe, of teddy bears. So I'm not quite sure with which. plastic bags. <laughs> I mean, I had a lot of Care Bears, but yeah. Oh no, this is a different thing than Care Bear. Okay. Plastic bags. So plastic my sisters, bags. and it might have even been a '70s thing. My sisters both mean like had these teddy bears dots that were basically just like tubes of fabric. It's like what Michelangelo has, and you see it a little better later on in uh, the Yeet. next minute. I think but you'll it's need just to like find a really a... poorly put together teddy bear, like a really cheap teddy bear. I think mm-hmm. you'll need to send us a picture of this. I'll have to see if I can find them. Was it like, was the material like, like swishy? Like, can't think of what that, like nylon? I think we're having difficulty describing teddy bears. <laughs> kind of. I'll see if I can find a picture okay. and if I can, I'll I paint a picture with your words. There was, there was a, a brand of teddy bear. It was like called Puffalump or... Something it was like nylon, it was real squishy. But that's probably not what you're uh, talking about. I don't, about. I don't think that was it. Okay. Puff-a-lump. Um, I'd Puff-a-lump. have to, I'd have to look. It, it honestly, it might have been something that my siblings made in like Homeac or something. So who knows? Okay. Maybe it wasn't the eighties fault. It could be all the cough medicine going to my head. Yeah, probably. You're misremembering. Again. Yeah, listen, it happens. There's, there's it not does, much it I does. can do about it. But I don't forgive you. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, I, I think that kind of does it for me for this minute. Do you guys have anything else you want to? Uh, so this else? is like late summer, uh, isn't it? Did, hadn't we established September. that it's, it's like, it's like early stupid hot fall? Yeah, in, hadn't we established that it's like stupid hot in the city, and yet? You know, April's sleeping in like full jammies and has her robe and stuff. I was like, "What? What? Okay." Maybe um, she runs cold because she's so skinny and sweet. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's possible. Um, maybe she doesn't want to, you know, entice them too much on their first night sleeping over. She's trying to be modest. Yeah, or maybe she has like the first air conditioner in New York City. Uh, it's also entirely possible. Any number of reasons she could be wearing. The bottom line, April's wearing too many clothes right now for this scene. So, yep, I think is what Chris is trying to get at, right? Pretty much. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, well, I think that does it for for minute twenty nine. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm less speechless now. <laughs> Crystal, Happy what Fool's else? Day, everyone. What else are you? Uh, what else are you involved in, Crystal? Other than the fifth element. Well, besides the fifth element, I also have a video game podcast called Unlimited Lives Radio, and that's on iTunes. And we also record live on Twitch every Thursday at 6 p.m. at twitch.tv slash unlimited lives radio. But my heart and soul is the Movies by Minutes podcast. And you can see all of the ones that have episodes up and ready to go at www.moviesbyminutes.com. 
Yeah, there's a lot of cool ones starting up too over on uh, the Facebook page for the people that work on this. We've been getting to know some of the people over there and some of the conversations that are happening about upcoming shows are pretty interesting. So I'm getting excited to see those coming out soon. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, for those of us here at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, I guess we will say goodbye and we will see you on Friday. Take it easy, everybody. Bye. Bye. Cowbunga. Bunga.